What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Barking for Balance, the podcast where we talk about dogs, but we also talk about whatever it is that we want to talk about. Usually the topics are about inspirational stuff, dog stuff, and whatever stuff. This podcast is meant to teach, inspire, and entertain, and that's exactly what we do here. I am Pat the Pac-Man, and I am the Dog Behavior and Rehabilitation Specialist for Pac-Man to the Rescue, Canine Solutions, and Coaching. And we train people, not dogs. Why? Because it's about training people, not training dogs. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome to Barking for Balance. Loyal supporters, you know you guys are the bomb. Don't have to say it. Sit the bed de and you are the best. And that's all there is to say about that. And this podcast uh, episode, I want to go over a few things. I want to go over uh, some inspirational slash supportive stuff as I usually do. Um, which is obviously, you know, everything that we talk about is about psychology. It's about making sure that our minds are nice and strong. And um, that's really what our focus is. It's not about the, the, the techniques. The techniques are only 10%, but we got to be in the mindset to get things done when it comes to our dog's well-being and our dog's behaviors. So I uh, definitely want to make sure that you have a good support system. And that's what we do all the time here. So I want to talk a little bit about that with regards to, uh, you know, stay in the course, you know, understanding it's a matter of time. When you have the right game plan, don't give in, that kind of stuff. We're going to get into that in a second. I also want to talk about harnesses. Uh, very, very uh, you know, important topic and a very, very misunderstood topic. And I'm just going to give a, my, my personal opinion when it comes to harnesses and uh, my feelings on harnesses. So in case you're wondering, yes, I do speak Sicilian. So uh, take out your notepads and take some notes. You're going to learn another language. Mari, I guess we have fun on Barking for Balance, guys. We have fun. And before we kick this thing off, let's start off with, have you subscribed to the podcast yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Get on there. Do it right this second. Come on. Move it. Move it. Go on there. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and Amazon. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Why? Because this way, if you want to listen and watch the podcast and see this beautiful bedroom Shaquato face of mine, you could do that. You can listen and look and see what a clown I actually am. Good looking clown, though. Hey, how you doing over there? Yeah. So you make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow us. Pac-Man to the rescue. P-A-C-K-M-A-N to the rescue on Facebook and also on Instagram. This way you don't miss out on anything. We got some cool stuff going on. Most important among them, make sure you buy my autobiography, guys. God spelled backwards. Links are going to be in here. You got to listen to my autobiography. You got to read my autobiography, guys. I'm actually working on an audio platform for that. That's going to be a while. So buy the book. This way, when I set up some book signings, I'll autograph it for you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. My autobiography is the bomb, guys. It'll tell you everything about my life. There's stuff in there that nobody knows. There's stuff in there that very few people know. And it basically is my entire life of how I got to this point of becoming the Pac-Man. God spelled backwards. Make sure you get that right now on the go grab it run over and grab that and subscribe and follow and all that kind of good jazz and stuff Whew, i'm exhausted man let me tell you i love doing these podcasts i really really do i remember starting them off it was a little rough but we have changed quite a bit let me tell you it's been it's been quite the difference maker around here when it comes to uh, when we first started this off and how it is now it's considerably different so pretty proud of uh, of how it is and that kind of ties in with why i wanted to discuss a little bit of making sure that it's a matter of time 
before you get your results. Make sure that you understand that you have to stay the course before you get the results. Stay in faith. I talk about faith and patience all the time. You know, the book, the autobiography, Godspell Backwards is centered around faith and patience. It talks about how I got to that point, why I follow it so much, why it's so valuable. Faith and patience, those two words are cornerstone. And so, you know, you got to understand those areas when it comes to working with your dogs, working with yourself. Like I said, this is not about dog training. You know, we're not using the trick-or-treater crap, you know, those just sit, stay, lay down in the treats and all that garbage. That stuff is just useless crap. We're talking about making our dogs happy, fulfilled, and well-behaved. We're talking about building a relationship with our dog, having a relationship with our dog. That's really the key. And all that crap just doesn't do it. So, um, you know, I know people are going to agree with that. I don't care. Eat the fucking ghoul. This the bottom line. Trick-or-treating does not do anything except teach your dog to do tricks. We want to address the mind. We want to address the dog. We got to respect our dog's dogness. Remember that. Respect your dog's dogness. That's key. So when it comes to understanding, I want to get into the harness uh, issue uh, in a second. First, I want to talk about like why it's so important to uh, <clears throat> to stay in the right mindset when it comes to you know your 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 either your rehabilitation or if you're training, quote unquote training, if you're starting the process from the beginning, whether it's a puppy or whatever the case may be, you know, you want things to change. And it usually is the case even with puppies, you know, puppies peel over the place, they're chewing on stuff, they're barking, whatever the case may be. We want things to change. We're looking for things to change and we're waiting and we're praying, you know, sometimes literally hoping, but nothing's improving. Now, the first thing we got to preface in this whole thing is to understand that the source of why you're having these problems we got to look at that. The source of what you're doing, the what exactly are you doing to fix these issues may be the cause as to why you're having these problems to begin with. So whether it's you're having these issues magnified from an aggression standpoint, jumping issues, again, we're talking about like everything from soup to nuts, starting off from the basic stuff, basic problems, basic issues to the more bigger issues, the anxieties, the fears, the aggressions, that kind of stuff. All that good stuff that, you know, obviously is not healthy mentally. That means there's some kind of issue, some kind of issue with your relationship with your dog into what you're doing. And if you're following the dog training systems, that's why you're having those issues. If you don't have a hierarchy of authority in place, that's why you're having these issues. So once we understand the source of the problems, the source of the problem is you're doing the wrong things. Okay. Now, if that is the key, then we got to make sure we do the right things. Okay. But here's the problem. Once we start doing the right things, then all of a sudden it becomes, okay, now I'm doing the right things. But at what point do you start to see some changes? <coughs> Excuse me. At one point, it was, that was a little sneeze. Uh, hey, listen, sometimes you got to sneeze anyway. So sometimes when we're dealing with, when we're doing all the right things, it's a matter of transforming ourselves. The transformation is inside of us. And then all of a sudden, the outcome becomes the reality of what we're trying to achieve, what we're trying to accomplish. But, you know, once we start doing the right things, that's the first thing that you have to address. Are you doing the right thing? Because, yeah, if you're not doing the right things, of course, you're not going to get any results. So if you're doing multiple, multiple the same things, and let's say you're discussing, you're, you're, you're working with trainers, the trick-or-treaters, that I, as I call them. Um, that's what you have to look at first and foremost. Am I dealing with trick-or-treaters? These people are just trick-or-treaters, you know? So how are they going to help me fix these issues? Even if there's something minor, they're meant to teach your crap. They're meant to teach those tricks. So don't be discouraged. Find the people that can help you and that can give you, again, 
make sure the, the, that can make your dog happy, fulfilled and well-behaved that could give you the tools to make that happen along with making sure that they are not uh, applying a human system, human psychology to a dog, a lot of talking, those treats that we talk about, all that crap. We don't want that. So let's address the source. Let's, once we have the right stuff, now is key. So now you're doing the right things. Now you have the right instruction. You have the right knowledge, the right information, the right tools, the right skills. But here's the thing. Sometimes you don't see it immediately, right? Transforming ourselves is tough. You know, you don't see it all the time. You know, it may seem like, you know, it's not working. You know, a lot of times even in life, my own life, again, if you read the, the, the my autobiography, Gal Spelled Backwards, and you listen to these other podcast episodes, You'll learn that sometimes, you know, I, I focus on God. So God is really the center of what I uh, go, where I go in order to get my, my stuff done, where I get my problems solved and my, my emotions uh, resolved as well. So, you know, sometimes we pray and, and just then some, something doesn't seem like anything's happening. I'm doing all the right things you're saying to yourself. I'm trying all these things. I'm doing everything different, but it's still not working. Can't be discouraged, guys. You got to understand it's a matter of time. Do not be discouraged. It's a matter of time. Just be patient with it. You know, it seems like it's not getting any better, but it will. And the reason why it will is because the source is gone. The source of your problems is gone. And what was that source? Well, the source is a bunch of different things, whether it's you're applying the right technique, the wrong technique, you were applying the wrong technique, or you are not understanding dog psychology, or you are doing things from a dog training perspective, who knows what the problem is. But once you are knowing that that's what you have to do now, because that source is dead and all the wrong stuff is not being done anymore and you're starting to do the right stuff, that's going to take some time. You know, it's going to take some time to change your way of thinking, feeling, and acting. It's not an overnight thing, you know? It's, it, it may be, you know, it's maybe like it's hindering, you know, it's, it, it's slowing. It's not, it's not happening. It's, it's, it's a slow process. It's a, you know, it's, it, it's a very just, you know, babalusia process, like a snail pace process. It, but understand that's not going to last, you know, because you lost the source of your problems, because you're doing the right things, it's getting, um, you know, it's getting better, you know, and you have to, you have to believe, you know, you try, you work, you know, but you see no evidence of improvement. I, I get it. You know, are you seeing the evidence of improvement? Probably you are. Again, if you're doing the right things and you're changing your way of thinking, feeling and acting, you're probably seeing the right thing. But maybe the level of improvement that you're expect expecting is just not there. So you have to analyze that. You have to take a look at that. You know, if you saw like massive evidence and that's one of the things that I see a lot of people. Uh, make the mistake of, you know, they see major, major evidence, then all of a sudden they start to believe it, you know, but it's not that simple. You know, don't be, don't be motivated by, by what you don't see, motivated by, be motivated by what you know. Okay. And that's really key. It's be motive, motivated by what you know. And what does that mean? It pretty much means that, you know, you got to stay in faith until what it is that you want is accomplished until what it is that you want is achieved. And, you know, because we're going to be talking about the harness, that's obviously relating to walking in particular. You know, I could tell you that when it comes to walking and me working with socks, you know, when, when, when I, when I first adopted socks, he was a terrible, he was, he was a nightmare of every, on every level possible. I mean, I used to walk him for an hour and a half, three times a day. And that was before I started doing this. I had a full-time job back then, you know, and I used to walk him three times a day 
for an hour and a half each time. And that was barely enough to get his energy out. Barely enough. And when I say walking, I use that term loosely. He used to drag me all over the place. It was just a nightmare. And I tried all the various tools, you know, which we're going to get to in a second. I tried all the various tools and I never threw in the towel because I just kept trying these different things. But the problem was that until I landed on the right spot, until I landed on the right specifically, until I landed on the right um, methodology, the right systems, the right right philosophy, there was no results. So it's easy to, um, to lose faith. But when I started applying the same, the right philosophies, the right approach, it was still a slow process. And so at that point, it was easy for me to throw in the towel because the one ingredient that I was missing was the key to the success. And that ingredient was my state of mind. You know, I talk about this all the time. I say this so many times that it's like, I feel like a parrot. I feel like Hannibal just repeating the same shit all the time. It's constantly understanding the one key is calm mind, relaxed body. That's really the secret. And that was the ingredient that I personally was missing. And until I recognized that I wasn't achieving the goal, but I kept pressing forward. I knew that there was something missing. I just kept doing the the stuff that I needed to do until that break came in. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, wow, now we're seeing, now we're seeing those miracles, those miracles that I was hoping for, those miracles that I was praying for. And that's really important is to understand that because that was missing, I had to keep digging until we found it, you know? And so that, that's key here. So, you know, you'll see, you'll see what he's done on the inside eventually show up. You'll see what, what guys, you know, when I say he, I say, I mean, God, you know, God, and, and, it, and this is also in my own life, personal life, you know, when it came to like becoming, you know, a dog behavior and rehabilitation specialist. I mean, at the age of 40 is when I made the transformation, you know, when I made the change from being a financial advisor after 16 years to doing this, you know, it took a while. I was trying to find the career and trying to find the path in life and trying to find the purpose in life and look how long it took, you know, struggling. And, you know, it was, it was mentally draining. Sure. But I kept pressing forward. You know, I knew that it was there. I just had to wait for the right opportunity for the right time. And it was all in God's hands. That's who I left it to. God's going to reveal his plan when he feels it's appropriate, when it's the right time. And, I trust that timing. You know, I'm not going to doubt his timing whatsoever because he's always been right and he always will be right. So whatever it is that he's going to do, when he's going to do it, my job is just to maintain the course, believe, even if I don't see it happening, even if it seems impossible. And that's the same thing that we have to talk about when it comes to our dog situation. You know, you know, a lot of times we lose the battle in our own minds. We use the battle. We lose the battle in, in the way we think. And the problem with doing that is just like I said before, what's the key? to, you know, success with your dogs, calm mind, relaxed body. When you're constantly tense and, and, and anxious and, and, and worried and whatever, you're not calm. You're not relaxed. It's that simple. I know that firsthand dealing with socks. That's what I was not. I, that actually, that's what I was. I was just, wasn't calm and I wasn't relaxed. I was everything, but that, you know, I was angry, frustrated, annoyed. It was just everything. It was just, you know, horrible. So that's why, even though my techniques were there, the results were not, you know what I mean? And so it's, it, you know, my own thinking, created those feelings and that was the problem you know so our mind is 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 a beautiful thing if it's used properly you know and so when you're thinking like you know it's both been too long oh yeah i tried blah 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 when those negative thoughts start to bloom in your head they start to pop up in your head it's important you know you because you may think um that it's permanent you know you may think start thinking 
okay, this is it. It's, it this is as good as it's going to get. Whether again, it's with your dog or even in life, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the case may be, you may start to think that this is just the way it is. And I easily could have believed that when it came to socks, I could have easily believed that when it came to my career, um, that this was it, you know, there was nothing further. And that was that, but don't fall in that trap guys. Don't, don't believe that that's the case. Remember it's a matter of time, faith and patience are that for that purpose, believing when you don't see what you want to see, but be impatient until it, you know, it, it takes place. It's a matter of time. Just be patient, have faith, and it'll all work out. You know, it may take a little time, a little more time, you know, to see the big picture, but believe me, it's on the way. Think about it like when you buy something from like an online store and it's Amazon or whatever, and, you know, you know, it's, it's on its way. You're just eager until it gets there. You know what I'm saying? It's that's the same concept is once you place that order. And for me, once I place the order with God, that's how it works. So whether it's with your dog or however it is that you want to structure this, this little bit of advice, you placed your order. You know, if you, if you're working with the right professional, if you're not contact the Pac-Man, I guess be it to contact the Pac-Man. Listen, we have our virtual program that we have. We, we can work with anybody around the world. We actually have clients in Germany. Now, you know, we have clients in Texas. We have clients in California. We have clients in uh, Las Vegas. We have clients all over the place now because of this virtual program. And the fact of the matter is that I don't have to be sitting in front of you or your dog to be able to give you the tools, the knowledge, and the skill set. Because a person that truly understands dogs does not need to see a dog behave a certain way to know what the problem is, how it was created, and how to fix it. And we have helped numerous people with bigger issues, the biggest issues, dog aggressive dogs, legitimately dog aggressive dogs, and legitimate human aggressive dogs. We've worked those out on our virtual platform with 100% success. Why, guys? Because it's about training people, not training dogs. It's about training people, not training dogs. So if you're getting the wrong source, if you're getting the wrong information, and whatever it is that you're being taught is not working, you contact Pat the Pac-Man. I got your back, baby. We're going to take care of you. You know what I'm saying? So, whoo, I love doing these. It's awesome. This is a great path, I'm telling you. 40 up till 40 years old. You see how passionate I am about this? This is not, this is, this is pure Pac-Man, by the way, guys, there's no energy drinks. There's no coffee. This is just pure Pac-Man emotion. I just love this. I love teaching people. I love teaching people for the well-being of dogs because I love animals and I love dogs and I love what they represent and how they are. But we got to understand it's the human side that we have to, we have to target. I don't like to target the dogs because that's, that's really not the, the source. We got to target the humans. We have to educate humans, give them the right knowledge, the right emotional state, the confidence. That's what we do here at Pac-Man to the rescue. But anyway, um, and that, and that brings me to, you know, to, to my next point is don't talk yourself out of it. You know what I mean? Don't, don't start talking yourself out of it when, when, you know, when things are down, when things are not the right way, don't get discouraged by what's not happening. Believe me, believe me when I tell you the damn devil, he's just the noisiest and the loudest and the craziest just when he's about to get his ass kicked out of the, your, out of your, out of your life. That's when things start to become really weird and crazy. And he's barking, no pun intended. He's barking all over the place because he knows his ass is about to get kicked out. You're, he's about to be gone. You know, that's when all those problems are. So just like with me, when it came to socks and me teaching him something as simple as walking, all the tools in the world, because that's, the, that's, that's, that, and that's why I wanted to talk about harnesses because people think that, you know, a tool is magical. It's not. It's how you use yourself with a specific tool. Now, what, does a tool help? Of course. And of course it helps somewhat, but it's only 10%. 90% is you. 
You know what I'm saying? And we're going to get to that in a second. But again, you know, when it was me teaching the socks, I was trying all these different things. I tried every single tool humanly possible, every single one available, all the different harnesses, all the different collars. I tried them all. You know what I mean? But the essence wasn't there. My mindset wasn't there. That's the problem. So once I added that little piece to that puzzle, then all of a sudden the miracles happen. Now, was I on the verge of giving up? Yes. But that's why I always say, that's why I got God, man. That's why I was in Yoda, That's why I got God, because he wasn't going to let that happen. Just when I was about to throw in the towel, remember what I said, that damn devil makes the biggest noise. He knew he threw his, I was, I was at the peak of misery at that point when just when I was about to throw in the towel, when it came to socks and return him back to the shelter. Okay. Cause he had already been returned three times and I was about to become number four, the fourth person to have failed this poor dog. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 that was, that was, that was on those people. And that was about to become on me, but just at the last minute, I said, hold on a second. I got God knew he was about to make some miracles happen. And that's exactly what he did. And from that, we became this, the Pac-Man, dog behavior and rehabilitation specialist. Thanks to Socks. Thanks to God. Thanks to Pitbull. Thanks to, to Pitbulls, not Pitbull, the singer guy. Caesar Milan, all that connections, all that stuff. Come on. You're going to tell me that's not, that's not, that's bullshit. Pff, whatever. By the autobiography, read God's bill backwards. You'll see what it's all about. But listen, I'm not preaching about God. I'm not trying to say that you have to believe in God. That's up to you. Believe in something. Believe in yourself. Believe in your dog. Believe in the process. Believe in whatever. The matter, the matter, the, the, what, what I want to get in your head is to get your head in the right place and to stay there. That's all I care about. How you get there, that's up to you. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really matter. So, you know, just that when things are about to get rough, don't worry. It's when things start to get good. It's right afterward. He's going to make that noise, man. He's going to like bark like a dog. Yeah, he's going to bark, man. He's going to, he's going to seem vicious. And then all of a sudden, poof, he's gone. He's gone. You kicked his ass out. You persisted. You stayed faithful. You stayed patient. Bam, you kicked his ass out. And all of a sudden, boom, oh my God, look at this. This is, this is incredible. It's like an overnight success. No, it wasn't an overnight success. It took you some time. You know what I mean? It took you a lot of time, a lot of patience. But guess what? Overnight successes seem that way. They happen all of a sudden. No, that's not how it works. It's because of all the stuff that you did to get to that point, you know, and you got to believe that when you ask for something that you, when you want something and you're getting the right information, you're getting the right knowledge, you're getting the right coaching that you're going to get there. You will get there. Don't believe something. And this is just in life, guys. Again, if you read the autobiography, you'll understand why I say this is because this was my life. This is my life, you know, about not believing only when you see something, that's the whole point of faith. And again, whether it's faith in God or faith in yourself or faith in the universe or faith in another person or whatever it is, believe if it's dog related stuff, life related stuff. Listen, if we're talking about dogs, believe in the process, believe in me. If you're working with me, believe in what I'm telling you, you know, don't try to accelerate it. Don't try to, don't try to make your own way because at that point, that's one of the mistakes that I see happening a lot is that people try to make their own way. And when it comes to me personally, I've done that. And that's what I recognize that God steps aside. You know, that's when God steps aside because at that point, he's saying, well, okay, do you want to handle this? Because if you want to handle this, I'm not. It's one or the other. So, and if I start to get involved, if I start to do too much, then he's going to step aside. 
And I don't want that. I'm going to step aside. You know, let God handle this. That's how I see it. That's how I do it. So my job is just to stay in faith and be patient and just follow the process, you know? And when I have the right information, when I have the, this is anything. So if you're getting the right information, if you're working with me, that's what you want. That's what you have to understand is just to stay and follow the process as it's outlined step-by-step. Don't try to accelerate it. Don't try to force it because then it's not going to work. It's not going to work. If you're trying to cook a roast and it's supposed to sit in there for four hours and after half an hour, you want to eat it. Well, guess what? It's not going to be ready. You know what I'm saying? Whose fault is that? You didn't follow the process. You didn't follow the system. You tried to accelerate it. You tried to do things differently and then you didn't get the results. You know what I mean? So don't do that. Don't believe it only when you see it. Okay. Keep believing it. Keep having faith in it. Okay. Don't let the lack of evidence convince you that the that that nothing is happening don't let that happen don't let that lack of evidence that you you know even if it's you know minor evidence no evidence just keep following the process stay the course okay all of a sudden your dog's gonna be like it's gonna be like a miracle oh my god all of a sudden he stopped doing this all of a sudden he stopped doing that it wasn't all of a sudden it was because of all the other stuff that you were doing that didn't seem like it was working and all of a sudden it's working why could be a variety of different things. Most of the time, it's because your mindset's not there. You know what I mean? You're forcing it. You're frustrated. You're anxious. You're, you're overeager. You're overthinking. Whatever. Don't do that. Okay? Hope you guys uh, like that part. So if you have any questions regarding that, let me know. And let's get into the whole walking part of it. Because um, when it comes to walking, again, I experienced the worst. Socks was, till this day, the worst walker I've ever dealt with. He was a nightmare. And... Um, you know, when it comes to the tools needed, again, I was listening. I was in the process of learning at that point. So I was listening to a lot of people telling me what it was that I, you know, should be using and whatever. And that's what I did. So, you know, I'm not a fan. I'm going to tell you right now, don't kill me, but I am not a fan of harnesses. I do not like harnesses. I don't give a rat's ass if it's in the front and the top and the, I don't give a rat's at, they do not accomplish anything. Now having the proper walking system is key. And we could talk further about that. If you guys want to learn more about like how to walk properly, we could go over that on a separate podcast. Um, I could shoot some videos with regards to that as well, but we could go over that separately on a separate podcast when it comes to, you know, proper walking technique, but the system is very basic. You know what I mean? So the system is very basic. You want your dog's head to be next to your leg. You want to make sure that you are in front and that your dog is following you. You want to make sure that that leash is short, but not tight. It's nice and loose. Okay. Your arm is next to your body. You're walking nice and calm. Remember what I said, calm mind, relaxed body. That's the key. So those are the, the areas that you have to focus on. Now we slap a, t- a, a harness on a dog, especially when we have a dog that pulls a dog, that's reactive, a dog that's aggressive, whatever the case may be. Harnesses are built for pulling and tracking purposes. They are built for pulling and tracking purposes, much like when you have a horse that's pulling a cart, they put the thing around the entire body because that's their strongest method. That's the, that's where they get all their strength. All their strength is there. So they're moving and they're bringing down, you're dragging you with them, you know, not to mention the fact that, you know, because of that, it gives the dogs, the dog, all the power and all the control, physical and mental, right? Which means it takes away all the power and all the control from you. You don't have any anymore. So at that point, what are you left with? You're left with nothing. Okay. So why is that a problem? It's a problem because 
it gives because it gives humans no control and no power. At what point are you going to be able to address your dog? At what point are you be able to snap your dog out of it? At what point are you going to be able to give your dog instructions once he gives you attention? You won't be able to get that attention. You won't be able to redirect his focus, slow him down, not let him chase the squirrels, not let him, you know, none of that stuff. You're not going to be able to snap him out of it because the harness is giving him all that power and giving him all that control. Make sense? Okay. There has to be a little bit of discomfort when it comes to uh, teaching your dog what to do. Now, discomfort doesn't mean pain. Discomfort doesn't mean choking. No. A lot of times people will walk their dog with like a regular collar, which is another mistake because that regular collar basically becomes a harness and it starts to dig into their neck. There's no communication there. So if there's constant tension, which is the, the choking concept, if this constant tension with no relaxation, remember I said calm mind, relaxed body, but that has to become part of the dog's life too. And the leash is supposed to achieve that. So there has to be some relaxation going to the dog to communicate what it is that you want and or don't want. But the harness will never do that because the harness is just never, that doesn't, doesn't do anything back or forth. It just, again, empowers your dog. So at that point, it doesn't achieve anything. Okay. By unfocusing, by redirecting, again, we got to like redirect the, the harness also, because they give, it gives them all the power that there's no, um, there's no, uh, what do you call it? There's no unfocusing the mind, you know, the dog is just going. So the body is also following that the following the mind. So you can't, you know, if you're, if you have a dog that is like a hundred pounds and they want to get to their target and you have them on a harness, you can't stop that. You know, I hear so many stories about dogs that drag their owners down and then attack another dog or whatever, that they get hit by a car, whatever the case may be, they eventually have to let go of the leash. Like all these kind of things is because they have no control and no power. And that's a problem, you know? So that, like I said before, you know, the tool is, is helpful. And like my tool of choice is a slip lead, you know? And again, if you want to learn more about how to use a slip lead, what the benefits of a slip lead are, we could talk further about that on a different podcast. Uh, another option, which is the secondary option, which is a choke chain, you know, it's functions set similar to uh, a slip lead concept, but it's made out of metal. I personally prefer a slip lead because it's a leash and collar all in one. So when it comes to the proper technique, it allows more, more control, more flexibility when it comes to applying the right process and the right technique. So, but some people feel more comfortable with, with a choke chain. I'm not a big fan of, um, gentle leaders either. I am not a big fan of, of, of uh, prong collars. Um, you know, that's just my personal preference, but as far as like harnesses, I am anti-harness completely and totally, you know, remember what I said, the tool, in, including this, the slip lead is 10%. Now, when I work with clients who, including myself, when I was working with socks and, and teaching him how to walk properly, I use the slip lead and with people that are using harnesses or just regular collars or whatever, when I give them a slip lead to use, they see immediately the transformation. They see immediately that it's, there's a big difference there. You know what I mean? They see it, but the problem is that it's only 10%. Again, you got to have the right, the, the right techniques, the right system, the right process. That's hundred percent. I know that's over, over hundred percent, you know, it's 110%, but that's okay. That's different math. That's the new dog math. That's the Pac-Man math. You know what I mean? That's really the key here is the techniques are key. You know, the system is key and the, and, the, and, and, and you are the key. Calm mind, relaxed body. That's really 90% of this battle. 
calm mind, relaxed body. That's really what we have to pay attention to. So listen, I know if harness wearers, all of you know, it's about the gentle choking. Listen, if, if you teach your dog to walk properly, which should be your goal, it doesn't really matter. And this is why I never understood, like the process of putting on a harness is just so complicated. You got all these clips and you got to put it in, you got over the leg. It's such a tedious, long ass process where a slip lead, just slide it on and you're gone. You know, so if you teach your dog to walk properly, meaning if you earn your dog's trust and respect, because this is not about just teaching him how to walk. Dog training can teach your dog how to walk, but it's about trust and respect, right? People will say to me all the time, oh, my dog respects me. Really? Then why did you just tell me that as soon as, you know, you, he was trying to get across the street and was dragging you down the street to, to, make, to get to another dog, as soon as you went to kind of like correct them, he snapped at you because you don't have that trust and respect. You know what I mean? You don't have that. You believe you do, but you don't. So the key here is simple. is Let's earn our dog's trust and respect, not by teaching them how to walk, but by teaching them to follow us and to teach them that the walk has a calm association. That's how we get that done. So we don't have to worry about anything. And it doesn't really matter at that point when you have a dog that's in a follower state. If you have a dog that's in a calm state, if you have your dog's trust and respect, if you've given your own you've been acting respectable, you've been acting trustworthy. So it's a reciprocal relationship where you have trust and respect dog to human, human to dog, your dog's going to respond to you. And it doesn't matter what you put on them. You can walk them with shoelaces for all that matters. It ain't going to matter because they're following you. Does this make sense guys? So bottom line, don't, don't use harnesses. Do not use regular collars. Okay. Regular collars are meant for one thing. And I'm sorry, meant for two things. Number one, they're meant for decoration. You get all the funky ones, you know, superhero sports teams, whatever. I got tons of those. The other thing is that little metal thing that dangles. It is not meant for a leash. It is meant to hold tags. That's what that metal thing is for. Okay. If you notice it, when you're walking your dog with the heart, with the regular collar, the thing slides down to the bottom of the neck, just stretches all the way in the back. You're not achieving anything. Half the time, if the dog is pulling you, those things break off anyway. Again, they're not meant for that purpose. They're meant for decoration and to hold the tags. That is it. That's why we use tools to help us during the walking process. But remember, you're the tool. I don't mean that in a bad way. You're the tool that has to learn what it is that's needed to make your dog be calm and your dog be a follower to you. So this way, again, trust, respect, relationship built both ways. Everything is great. You can walk 35 dogs all together. You're the pack leader. You have control. Everything is great. Okay. So bottom line, guys, don't use harnesses. I'm not a fan, but whatever. Those are the, those are the main reasons why. So anyway, uh, I'm tired now, man. Jeez. You guys drain me on these podcasts. You know, I get all emotional and then all of a sudden it's Scott Gavo. That's it. I'm out of gas, but listen, these were important topics. And I really try to pick topics that are worthwhile, that are needed, um, you know, to, 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 to give you the, the hope, the opportunities, understanding the knowledge and the opportunity, the, the hope, the opportunities and the, and the, and the, um, and the, and the, and the skills to make sure that you understand that there's hope, you know, and we could get this done. You can get this done. I know you can get this done because I got this done and I'm going to teach you how to get it done as well. You know, um, I had to do it on my own. You guys have me. So make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast, you know, barking for balance, uh, Amazon, uh, Google, uh, Spotify, and Apple. Make sure you follow some Pac-Man to the rescue on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, grab that Godspell backwards book, guys. Godspell backwards, my autobiography. I'm telling you, 
you will be so happy when you do so. And it's going to inspire you. That book is meant to inspire and entertain. And it's done exactly that. I'm asking all the people that have gotten it and have read it. And that's exactly what they've said to me. It's been inspiring. It's been entertaining. They've laughed. They've cried. All that kind of good stuff. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. So anyway, uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of the day, guys. Thank you for listening to Barking for Balance. And I hope this episode was useful. Do you guys have any questions? If you want to talk about anything, any topics, anything you want to discuss further, whatever, make sure you hit me up and you let me know. And remember, guys, it's about training people, not training dogs. Any specific things you want to go over, any specific things you want to see, you want me to talk about personal stuff, dog related stuff, whatever it is. Remember, this platform is about everything, anything and everything that you want to talk about. Talk about crazy stuff. Let's talk about crazy stuff. Listen, that's what we do here. The debate between sauce and gravy. I talk about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's whatever. I haven't talked about some crazy stuff in a while, though. Hmm. Can put them off out of water. Hmm. We're going to talk about some crazy stuff. Don't you worry. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Barking for Balance. And remember, it's about training people, not training dogs. Don't forget. Catch you guys next time.